Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Man, you better take that new baby pample and squeeze it in a jar and sleep on it and put that shit on face cream <laughs> at night. You got it right there coming in a few months. <laughs> you ain't even got to pay for it. <laughs> That's fair. I do have, it's going to be, if nothing else, I'm going to start like selling it. I got to make some money on this bad boy, even if I'm not using it for myself. Well, you got to try it. You got to try your own product to let everybody know it works. That's fair. Although that that feels like that breaks one of the Tempest commandments. You don't get high on your own supply. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta. Well, you ain't you getting gotta... high. You getting pretty. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about crack, sir. We talking about smooth baby ass skin. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is just the evil Simone Biles in the multiverse. Same lady, different dimensions. They both built like tiny little chocolate biceps. It's just one found gymnastics and positivity and the other one found supporting the police and eating a white woman's butt. That's it. That, that's the only difference between the two of them. I stand behind this conspiracy theory. I live for telling that nonsense to whoever will listen. I'm your host, Langston Kerman, as always, coming in hot. You know how I come in. I always come in this way. This is how I behave almost all of the time. But you know who doesn't misbehave the way that I do? 
you know who doesn't seem to be coming in with all of the ridiculous bullshit that I tend to come up with is my guest today. What a fucking treasure, a treat of a person that we have joining us today. She's so funny. I am such a big fan of her comedy. She is hilarious. One of the funniest human beings on this here planet Earth. And on August 12th, she has a brand new show called The Miss Pat Show coming out on BET Plus. A whole lot of important people like the motherfuckers, so you motherfuckers better like it too. She's hilarious. Give it up for my guest, Miss Pat. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, how are you? Uh, stuck in a hotel with a wig on, Kirkin, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you gotta be stuck in the hotel, I would hope your wig is crooked. You know, you don't want it on right alone in a hotel. Well, I had it off until I figured I had uh This wasn't what I thought it was. I had to throw the wig on with the hat. But thank God I had one handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks lovely from here. Over Zoom, it's, it looks glamorous. I'm really excited you're here today. You came with a conspiracy theory that I've been hearing for years and years and years. And I've been very excited for someone to finally take on on this program. Not a lot of people have dealt in this space and it's really exciting for me. So I don't want to belabor this anymore. But you said my mama told me. Baby P cures acne. Yep. <laughs> Especially like not with, not with pampers, but with the cloth diapers. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot older than you. So the baby will piss in the diaper and your mama will wipe your face with it. Oh, my. I, oh. I suffer from acne, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I got enough baby piss in my face because I had a lot of acne. <laughs> <laughs> but if you was in the first form of it, I think it really worked. My mama wiped, she would literally take the pamp off, the diaper off and put it. In, we saw that all the time in the hood where they wiped the baby face with piss. So you're the other telling kids me. Face. This is firsthand experience that your mm-hmm. mom literally wiped your face with, with cloth diaper baby pee. Wiped everybody's face in the house with pee. Hers too. <laughs> <laughs> and so these are your, it, was this your younger siblings pee? No, it was like other people, like my aunt's baby, because I'm my mama. I am the youngest in my family. So if my aunt was there with her kid and they take off a cloth, they were like, come here, let me wipe your face. <laughs> Hell, they wipe their own face with it. <laughs> so just if there was pee in the house, you lined up, everybody got a quick wiping just to, to help alleviate whatever facial issues y'all were going through. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this was before Noxzema, too. Because, you know, after piss, it came Noxzema for black people. <laughs> sure. Just it, we went from piss to bleach on our faces as like the alternative with Noxzema. Yeah, Noxzema was the good shit. Oliver Lane was after that. But, yeah, I, I lived that conspiracy theory where we took they took a cloth <laughs> diaper and wipe your face with it. Okay. Saw it all the time. So so your mother did this to y'all. Do you mm-hmm. then choose to do that to your kids? Did you then like, I, like I got to hand down this tradition and make sure this continues in our family? I'm not gonna lie, I did it with my oldest son because he he had um uh, he he had acne really bad, but I I don't think he appreciated it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he appreciated. I tried it once with my son, my oldest son, and I just ended up going to um. Uh, Agni cream. 
Yeah, I can't imagine there's a way to express gratitude when your mother rubs uh, piss in your face. You know what I mean? Like, there's no cool way of being like, thank you so much, mom, for the way you love me. But baby piss is pure piss. (laughs) 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 It ain't had no alcohol. It ain't did no drugs. That's pure piss. Now, you piss into something I wipe my face. That's nasty. You done did some stuff in your life. But a two-day-old baby piece, and that's pure piece. That's fair. I yeah, babies don't eat microwave burritos. You know what I mean? Like they're they're out here just they're they're eating the purest things that that the world can offer, and therefore maybe have less contaminants in their in their urine. And it's called titty milk, the best milk on the planet. They say. <laughs> right, I don't you got know. Your, you got your, you got your, your almond milk, your cow's milk, and of course your titty milk. And titty milk is the the top of the tops. It's the whole food milk. Okay, so you're saying you had this happen, but it, you don't feel like it it cured the acne for you. It did not solve acne for you. Well. Uh, I mean, we didn't stick around and get pissed on all the time in the face, but sure. you know, you know, it did take a little dirt off. <laughs> but it wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a treatment she had in the jaw, sitting by the toothpaste. <laughs> but if you black and you you born in the seventies, that shit probably happened to everybody in your family. It was all right. the time at my granddaddy's house. I, granddaddy, I mean, you saw my granddad do all type of crazy ass remedy. Well, and my mom, but one one of the things she did the most was baby diapers. Yeah. Okay, so so this happens, and you're not sticking around to do it. Do you think, had you stuck around, it would have cured you? Are you still under the presumption that, like, oh, man, if I would have taken think it, it? I think it works. Oh, shit. I love that. I love <laughs> I that. I think it Because <laughs> <laughs> that old shit worked way better than new shit. I mean, think about it. Some of this acne cream probably got baby piss in it. We just don't know it. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I think Johnson it and Johnson just has vials of baby pee that they're mixing into these products to help hey, with our acne. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised about the stuff that they take and put in things. But I think baby piss works. I love that. Okay, tell me a little bit more about the process here, because this is something that that I personally I've never experienced. Nobody ever put any baby pee on my face, but I'm curious about like, okay, they put it on your face, but piss smells like piss. Now, baby pee smells better than average pee, but you still are walking around with pee on your face. Do you you then wash it off after a certain point? Well, my mama did it and my aunts did it. They just take the diaper out the baby piss. Come on, let me wipe this on you. And then, you know, let it dry. Nobody, baby piss don't stink. It's not like a five-year-old pissing in the bed, sir. You know, <laughs> piss got to sit around. <laughs> piss got to sit around to create an odor. But a, but a two-month-old baby piss don't smell like that. He got to piss a whole lot and sit in it. So, yeah, we did. My mom, that's why I picked this one. I was like, oh, I remember this shit. <laughs> okay, so so you let it dry, and then do you just like continue your day, or do you have to then wash it off? Well, you a kid. Your mama put it on you. Whatever she put on, you stay on. <laughs> Man, you take I... your pissy ass outside and play. <laughs> <laughs> You just you forget that you even have pee on your face by that point because you're too busy playing games. 
until you start to sweat and the piss and the sweat starts to run down your face. All right. <laughs> like, ooh, this is extra salty. <laughs> yeah, I smell different today. This is this is new. Yeah. Okay, so so you're you're mixing piss and sweat and all of that. How old are you when this is first happening? Are, is your mom waiting until acne is starting to show? Or is she like, now nah, we got to be proactive and like at age eight, we're going <laughs> to we're going to pre piss you and then that'll keep you from getting acne in the future. Uh, I would say I probably was like eight or nine because I had really bad acne for a while. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, my mama was done, pretty much done having kids, but my aunt had a lot of kids and diapers and pampers. And, you know, yeah. they old school, they, you know, to save money, you didn't buy pampers, you bought cloth diapers because you could wash them out and let them dry right. and keep it moving. So, yeah. So you just, they, whoever had a baby nearby was now a resource for keeping everybody else acne free, normal. Yeah. <laughs> acne free. Acne free. Acne free. <laughs> That it's, there's a nice communal quality to this that I think doesn't get brought up when you do when you unpack some of these conversations of just like, nah, we all have a responsibility in this shit. You got a baby. Let me get your baby piece so that my kid don't look weird in his or her middle school age. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody should really do research on this because I think it worked, but I would like to know if it really, really worked. I bet you if it worked, boy, they have baby pissing and everything. Join that shit up. Well, guess what? I did a bunch of research in it. I, I can't tell you yet because I have to follow the the organization of this program. But I will tell you, I, I unpacked a lot of shit in looking this up and I'm excited for us to do it together. Tell me you're going to try baby piss to the face. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that. And I'm certainly not going to tell you during a recording. That seems irresponsible. <laughs> no, this is, a, this, is, this is some old school technique shit. I'm not saying take the baby, let it piss in your face like rain. I'm saying, are you going to take it? Are you going to try the diaper treatment? <laughs> what I'm saying is, is if I go, I'm going to take baby piss to the face, somebody's going to pull that quote. And then that's going to be the shit that I got to deal with on the Internet for the rest of my life. Not me oh, and not today. I <laughs> I want to keep the little bit of career that I've built for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't take baby piss to the face like that. You got to reword it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take a dab of baby piss in a separate holder and then press that to your face, I think, is the, the better way of communicating it. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Because the wet diaper just wipe it all over your face and you go by your... You go by your business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me a little bit about, because I think that this is going to help with some of the, the context around it, right? Tell me a little bit about where you're from. What city, what town are we talking about where all of this is happening? I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. So okay. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. We lived in the area called the Bluff or the West End area. So a lot of that went on there. And my granddaddy, was uh, he lived in Decatur. So he had a bootleg house, so a lot of it went on there too. Mm -hmm. And and do you feel like, as you've left Atlanta, that this is a thing that you've heard from other Black people or other people in general all over the country? Or do you feel like this is specifically like a Southern thing? Maybe a Southern thing, but mm, probably a Southern thing. Because a lot of stories I tell people, like, what the hell? I never heard of that. So it's probably a Southern thing. If you ask somebody that's close to my age and they'll tell you, oh, yeah, baby piece work. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, the, and that's the weird thing about the South is, like, y'all really do have, like, these completely separate, like, I grew up in Chicago. We It was a thing I heard, but I don't know that I knew anybody that had actually tried it. And I feel like the South is like, nah, we'll do the shit. It don't, it don't matter to us. We'll, we'll try the thing that existed before. And the South was try the thing and make the damn thing work, okay? Because right. if you go to somebody old house and you, you're talking to somebody old and they'll tell you, hey, put baby piss on your face. Like if you're having cramps, oh, do this. You know, back in the day when women would have a baby, they said, don't go outside for, for 14 days after you have a baby. You're like, are you crazy? I'm about to go to the club. I just dropped the baby. I'm ready to go party. <laughs> but that's the old stuff that you hear down south. <laughs> and if you're yeah. dealing with somebody, an older person, over 50, I guarantee you, they would tell you, oh, that little acne, I got something for you. Just put a little piss on it. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So these are people trying it. They're they're doing the thing. Do you feel like once Noxema got introduced, you're saying like, oh, we got the Noxema, we got the oil of Olay, whatever it is, that you were like, all right, I'm good on baby pee? Or were you still like, no, that's still the best option, but I accept that I have to go with store-bought items because I've run out of babies to use. Well, probably because you ran out of babies to use. (laughs) (laughs) We started to grow up and nobody wanted eight-year-old piss in their face anymore. So I remember going from (laughs) baby. Right. That baby's trying a cigarette at this point. No, that baby can wipe it. That baby can wipe his own ass. We don't want that (laughs) pee. (laughs) So Noxzema was the next big thing I remember. Yeah. Is there any part of you now that worries that besides, I know that we're saying baby pee is pure, right? That it, it's the less toxic version of the thing. But we also now live in a, in a world that's like a post-pandemic weird fucking place where we thought a bunch of things that were perfectly normal are not normal. Is there any part of you that goes like, maybe baby pee isn't healthy for us to just be pressing near our eyeballs and, and lips and shit? What is piss going to do to you, sir? <laughs> Some people use piss for a sexual act, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's healthy for me. Piss can't put your eyes out. It can't drown you. <laughs> you talking about you act like it's more healthy to put piss in your eye than Noxzema. <laughs> Jeez. That's fair. Noxzema burn your pupils out. Piss to just roll right on with the other liquids in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so P, you're like, no, I'm accepting P as a an effective solution to this. I don't mind the back in the day. The back in the day, I think baby piss worked. I really do. I wouldn't do it today. Well, that's what I was going to ask because you have kids. Do you think your kids are going to hand down this tradition? Hell no, my bougie kids. Anybody use no piss around the house for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> and this you got you got the internet. We didn't have the internet, so we didn't know if it was good or bad. You just picked up habits from from people before you. So no, right. I don't think my kids would let me put. Uh, other than my youngest son, I tried one time on. I don't think nobody would. My kids would go for that. Nah, they're not. They're <laughs> not going for it for themselves. They're not going to do it for their kids. This is sort of like a a, a dead tradition at this point in your mind pretty much you know kids don't follow the old remedies that their parents and grandparents follow no do you think and this is this is more of a 
I guess a, a more like theoretical question. Do you think that that's a bad thing that we're moving away from those traditions? Do you think we need to find ourselves back in a space where we are like being loyal to like, yeah, rub some piss in your face as, as a, as a proud, yeah, this is proud African history you're talking about. Rub that piss and solve that acne. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people stick to the ones that they like, you know. I don't mm -hmm. know if piss is one of them. You, when I saw it on your list, that's why it took me to death. <laughs> I hadn't heard that in years. But um, I think people take some of those remedies and they still stick to it, like I did on my podcast one day. I mentioned uh, Mercuricom, that orange shit that they used to put on you that, that I don't know if it worked, but that shit burned like hot sauce on you. But wait, wait, wait. What? You said Mercuricom? Uh-huh. And what, all the, what was it meant to, to help me with? It was like uh you put it on sores and shit. Like if you had oh. chicken pops and it turned your skin orange and shit. I don't think the shit worked, but black people live by that shit. Right. And when I brought it up on my podcast, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And everybody went to Google, are you talking about this, Miss Pet? I was like, I'm talking about that. <laughs> so <laughs> and I catch myself sometimes like you need some Akira karma. You come here, let me put a I'll probably would say now that you brought it back to my brain, let me put a little piss in your face. You get an agony. Because I do have a 13-year-old at the house that got a little agony, but damn, I'm gonna have a baby. Right. If I put my piss on it, that's child abuse. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I got a baby on the way. So if you want it, I I'll store up some piss for your, your child and we'll We'll trade off. I'll find some resources I can get from you in, in exchange. Yeah, I, I, I might give it a try with my, my 13 year old. I have a 13 year old that I'm custom. Come on, let me pull a piss on that acne, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, what you're saying sort of reminds me of the fact, and I just learned this recently, right? Is like, I think about like uh, chicken pox, right? And how like. Mm -hmm. Everybody used to say like, oh, if you if your kid has chicken pox, you put your kid next to other people's kids so that they could get the chicken pox and then they could all like just get it at the same time, be be done with it. Yeah. And not have to get it ever again. Right. And now apparently for kids that are under like or, or people that are under like 27 they're all vaccinated from the chicken pox, which I didn't even realize. Like, Excuse people, me, baby. Yeah, she said under 27. I'm 49 and I'm vaccinated against chicken pox. You didn't get the chicken pox? Well, everybody got it, but you still got the shot. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I, I ever got a shot. I think I just got stood next to my sisters and then, uh, oh, uh, you know, itched you for a week. No, you won't. If you got if you got shots to go into school, chicken pox is one of the shots you got. Oh, damn. That's probably why I didn't do it. That's probably why I didn't break out as bad. Oh, so mm -hmm. chicken pox in theory could do some real fucked up shit, but but the vaccination makes it so that it it, it isn't all that. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I had chicken pox, goes, all of that shit. Yeah. I mean, I knew about like measles and mumps and all the those vaccinations. I didn't know chicken pox was one of them, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm learning. <laughs> oh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, chicken pox is one of the vaccines that we get. So we, I'll keep, that's why you don't see them anymore. Right. Certainly not yeah. at the frequency that it was happening, I guess, in, in school. One of the things that I think I, I think about, though, is all the home remedies that came with chicken pox when you got them. Right. Like it was like taking baths and oatmeal and shit that was yep. meant to be like a, a relief for the chicken pox. And I don't know that it did. The other one was um taking the oxygen soap. You remember that thick ass brown soap? Uh huh. 
You remember the thick brown soap? My mama used to use it to, for her laundry, and she also would scrub our legs with it to put the medication for the chicken pops on it. I hated that <laughs> fucking soap, that oxygen soap. It did. I water couldn't melt this soap. She used it to wash clothes. Cause we wash clothes on our hands, and she also we also bathed it. In it. It's thick as hell. It's probably like a brick. It lasts for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you had acne. You were getting washed with the same stuff you were washing clothes with. That's where the acne came from. <laughs> probably so, Sarah. Probably so, baby. I don't know. But I remember that shit when we had chicken pops. I hated her. Because she would scrub us down. Yeah. You know, the bust the pops. And then she would put the uh, medication on the pop. And you be in there hollering like a... You be in there hollering like you getting your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> and this is meant to be a cure. This is meant to, to help you through the pain that you're suffering. Well, helped to get the chicken pops healed. And what I don't know what the hell she was doing with us, but I got a lot of spots from where we had chicken pops and invertigos and she's scrubbing us with ball soap. Oh, that's wild. All right, let me ask you this last question before we go to break. And I, I think this is this is one that I think is going to help us decide whether or not this this baby pee is in fact a good decision or not. Do you feel like there are other traditions that you've carried over that your kids or kids, you know, uh, other generations would go, that's crazy. Hell no, I would never do that. Much in the same vein of rubbing uh, a baby's diaper on your face. My mama, when I was little, my mama had this thing where she had a garden in Atlanta and she Mm -hmm. would say to make it rain, she would say, put a nail in a tree. You know, you go outside and you nail a nail in a tree and that's going to make it rain. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I have so many questions. Why? <laughs> now, I tell you, that shit did not work. And I told my kids, that, go put a nail in the tree so it can run. They're like, where the fuck you get that? <laughs> that post shit from. <laughs> well, my mama had a garden in our backyard in Atlanta. And whenever she yeah. wanted to rain, she'd have us go out there, oak tree, and just nail nails in the tree. And we put so many fucking nails. And I was like, oh, somebody tell this bitch this shit don't work. <laughs> so you're just caught any day you need rain, you just go out, you nail a nail, and you just hope that that, that I guess, affect the, the weather. The weather? That, that made it more moist in the air, I guess? I don't know, but that's what she believed. And she would have our ass nails, so many nails in this tree in our backyard when we was kids. Jesus. All right. Well, that, I'll say this, baby P sounds real reasonable, weighed against uh, nailing trees for rain. So I, <laughs> I guess we're starting on a good foot. Baby P is, is the most reasonable of the options that you've considered up to this point. Yep. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Miss Pat and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. America. Yep, we're still here with Miss Pat. We're back. We're talking baby pee. We're we're talking uh, nails in in trees for rain. We're talking all the the sort of uh, conspiracy theories that are handed down as tradition and might be complete nonsense. But Miss Pat did it anyway, and I love it. I love that she tried all of this stuff. We don't get that very often. A lot of these conspiracy theories are just people making fun of stuff. But you're like, nah, fuck that. I'm trying this shit. It's beautiful. <laughs> We was forced to try. They know what you gonna do with a black mom. Come and let me rub that piss in your face. No piss. It's your black ass over here. <laughs> oh, that's a factor that you you never you didn't explain that part. And I love that that's a, a, an added addition that she was like, no, I'm gonna rub this piss in your face. And you're like, no, I don't want the piss. In. I thought y'all were lining up voluntarily. Like, oh you no, know. we we no. She's like, come in and put this piss in your face. Oh, mama, piss again. But you know, you, you can't tell no black mama no. You get the hell beat out you and two, three pam- uh, pissy pampers in your face. <laughs> right. Now you're getting extra pampers as punishment. Yep. I love that. All right. Let's let's dive into this research because some of this research I think is going to uh be very exciting to you. And other parts of this research are gonna disappoint you hugely. So let's find out which parts are which, I think. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, when when I looked up does baby pee cure acne, and keep in mind, 
I'm not a motherfucking uh, scientist. I don't know shit. I just Google stuff and try to talk funny. That said, dermatologists across the board seem pretty certain that pee, even that of a baby, does not cure acne. It is not, in fact, a solution to your acne. That's what dermatologists are saying. They lying because they can't make no fucking money from it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, weed was bad to, for you. Now everybody sell weed. Oh, I like what you're doing. Hold on. Yeah, I like what you're talking it's about. Okay. But it feels like you're about to talk some talk. Yeah, when the white man can make some money by it, soon as they realize piss got the ingredients for acne from listening to your podcast, they're going to be running right here with uh with those little epidural things of baby asses to get per piss out of them. They ain't make no money from it. First, weed was oh. a problem. Remember when weed was a problem? It was a bad drug. Now everybody that don't look like us got a dispenser, come on. Oh, you're talking some shit. Hold on. No, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. I like what you're saying because, you, you okay, you're, you're nailing something that I think is very important here, that at the end of the day, these medical professionals still are often connected to businesses and they're either their personal businesses or larger entities and corporations and all this shit. So what you're telling me is there's a high possibility that these people are denying the healing properties of baby pee for the sake of, of forcing us to take some bullshit that they cooked up at a higher price. Well, baby piss is free. They didn't create that. When they can mm-hmm. create some shit that they can push on you, they can make money. Anything that does with healing anything is all about money. Yeah. I mean, they ain't even did the research on baby piss to say baby piss don't work. <laughs> you got to add a, <laughs> that's an old black bitch in the hood with her toenails that ain't been clipped in 30 years. Do baby piss work? Right. Okay. I like this. You, here's here's the part of the research that I think this ties perfectly into is that there is now a trend sweeping the nation basically referred to as urine therapy or urotherapy, where people will pay top dollar to have piss rubbed on their faces. But even more interesting in relation to your conspiracy theory, this is not baby pee that they're referring to. They are talking about their own urine and or like the urine of like other adults or animals that they're like rubbing on their faces as a treatment for like uh, any facial issues they have. They say it, it tightens the skin and tones and lifts and does all kinds of medicinal things and they're paying money for this. So to your point, there's a connection here between the money and the medicine, if you will. Give it a few years. Piss will be in Botox. Mm. <laughs> you just said the magic word, tighten your skin. Who the fuck want their skin tighten? <laughs> Piss going to end up in Botox. Watch what I tell you. <laughs> they say it tightens skin like toner. It can treat psoriasis, eczema, mm-hmm. and acne. And they say it clears up your complexion, which feels like a very white want. You know what I mean? Of like, ah, I want my skin to be as like sort of like pale and, and even as possible. That, so it's, yeah, they're, they're going to baby pee for it or adult pee, excuse me, for it now. Yeah, and they might ma- moisturize it. It might come out with a moisturizer. They get the person who pisses to eat enough grease. (laughs) 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 It might turn into a moisturizer. I'm telling you, 
It's only because they ain't put it in the can yet. <laughs> you watch what I tell you. Next thing you're going to know, this is going to be a cream called piss on me. <laughs> <laughs> just eat this this bottle of uh country crock and let's uh let's see what comes out of you after this yeah i love that so one of the things that i wanted to understand about what people think is happening with p and baby p and adult p all of it is like what are the properties in it that makes it so healing and one of the things that that doctors do acknowledge even the ones that mm-hmm. are saying that it isn't a cure, they say the key medicinal reason people are so focused on drinking, drinking, and that's another element that they're also talking about is drinking pee as a medicinal healing thing for your insides. But one of the things that they talk about is that pee contains something called urea, uric acid that's inside the pee. And urea is said to possess antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral characteristics and some researchers are even exploring the potential of that urinary uh, of other urinary substances as a treatment for infertility and specific forms of cancer. They're saying that like it basically is like this super antiviral antibacterial thing and it can help potentially help you have babies and keep you from getting specific kinds of cancer. And you still don't want you still don't want me to rub piss in your face. Well, not yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> that's that's not where I'm at. Uh, we just met, but maybe we'll 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 get there together. <laughs> so one of the things that I thought was really helpful in sort of some of these revelations was that although these practices of urinary treatment and and euro treatment and all this are sort of like new and new agey and and frankly white it's actually rooted in a lot of ancient traditions there's this mm-hmm. ancient indian healing practice called ayurveda i i'm not pronouncing that shit right but it advocates for urine therapy as a treatment for asthma arthritis allergies acne cancer indigestion migraines wrinkles and a host of other conditions so in theory, this is something that we we didn't just come up with recently, but that existed for years and years and years well before, you know, new medicine did come around. See, I told you. I told you. <laughs> then I say, but think about this. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I don't remember. Uh, what is that skin disease you just named it? Eczema. Eczema. That shit wasn't around when I was little. Mm hmm. I don't remember anybody ever having eczema when I was little. You had a few bumps here and there. You get a little pissed on and you go on by your business. But look, all of this other shit that they putting in chemicals and soap, the cure to it, it could literally be you sticking your hand between the baby's ass and letting them piss on it. And it could probably be great. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, get, you know, getting the piss and letting the baby get, you know, I'm telling you. It's and something that is a in fact. There. It's a fascinating argument, I think, that we we hear in other ways, right? That like they talk about like all the the shit that gets put in our foods now, like mm-hmm. all anybody who eats raw or eats vegan or all the things that people decide to do with their their healthy eating choices is mostly saying, yo, I don't trust all the pesticides and and mm-hmm. weird like, you know, growth hormones they put in our food. So I'm making a choice to avoid that stuff. To your point, that same principle might exist in the things that we're applying to our skin. And we're just opting to move in a direction where now 
acne and eczema and all these psoriasis, all these other things are more prevalent because we've allowed these other things to exist in our, our, our bodies and our products. You know, they say we are what we eat. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> believe me, I have waffle fries on my arms every day. Because <laughs> 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 I love some fucking cheap play. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I do and, believe right. I do believe the piss is healing. <laughs> and so you you can make a choice to either be a a piss healer or a, a like <laughs> to like you said a, a noxema healer. And being a noxema healer might introduce a world of other issues that, while it might cure your acne, doesn't solve these other things it's introducing. Noxema was horrible. Yeah, it's okay. not good for you. Uh, well, no, man, I would, I would use, like I said earlier, I would use piss way before I use Noxzema. When I go in the store sometime and I still see it on the shelf, I'm shocked. Yeah, but that's the crazy part, right? Like, I was talking to my wife, and she was telling me that, like, pretty much every tampon and, and sort of, like, a female product is soaked in bleach. That they, like, dip, they, like, put them in bleach because they want them to be white. So that it presents as like a clean thing for y'all to put inside of yourselves. But you're not supposed to put bleach in your pussy. Like that's not. No, you don't. <laughs> that's not you how can, that you works. Can bathe in, you can bathe in bleach. Now, I remember a lot of my mom and them used to bathe us in bleach and shit. But wait a I'm minute. Not, Just like a, a full bathtub of bleach? No, you. What the fuck? You say you from Chicago? So back in the day, you would always put like two caps of bleach, or you just pour some bleach over in your bath water. They didn't do that to you. Why would you do that? I don't fucking know. I guess to keep us (laughs) black. I don't know. But I was just talking to somebody the other day. Yeah, we bathed in bleach. I mean, I don't know why, but we always bathed in bleach when we was coming up. Oh man, I'd never heard of that before in my life. Really? Oh, you gotta go to everybody. I, 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 I probably, hey, it was bleach back in the day. Everybody know that if you're from down south. Damn. You didn't take, you got your dirty ass in that tub with two caps of bleach. Oh, man, I just used Johnson & Johnson, no tears, and that did the trick for me, but hey. Sir, your, your parents had money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the only Johnson & Johnson we know was Tricks, who was coming to the hood to buy pussy. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't argue with that. <laughs> but your wife is right. They do soak. They do. That's why we got vegan tampons now. You know, mm-hmm. tampons with. I don't use tampons, but a lot of that stuff is causing problems for females. Cause I don't think you're supposed to stick nothing up in there anyway. Right. Personally, I don't like them anyway. But they do cause a lot of female problems. They beginning to believe. Right. And I think it's it's exactly that. Right. That like we are introducing things that are meant to be solves. But in solving the problem, we're adding more problems. It's the same way that you were saying that, like, you know, we hear about this in the news that like all these people are able to live longer. Right. Every single year we live to like we used to live till we were 30. Now we live till we're 90, 100 years old. But in doing that, we also have like 100 different types of cancer that probably didn't exist. When we were 30, you just died because like a wolf bit your leg and you bled out until, you know. You you couldn't anymore. 
I don't know about no wolf, but I come from a family of alcoholics. Usually they walk out in the street and get hit by cars. <laughs> that was no I fucking the same illness. principle. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> a wolf hurt. You get hit by a car and don't see it coming. You don't know it. You, be, you don't even know you've been hit until you wake up in hell and heaven. <laughs> Fair enough. Wolf can't take you out in one bite. So, yeah, that, I can't argue with that. Yeah, but a car can take your ways out of one little swipe. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that I found in the research, and this is going to go against some of what you're advocating for, but I wanted to know why the if urine, urea, uric acid have all of these quote unquote healing properties, why are doctors saying that rubbing pee on a, a person's face doesn't work? And one of the things that they say is that there aren't enough amounts of these substances in pee to actually offer the medicinal treatment that they claim to be offering. So that basically in pee, pee is mostly water. It's like 90% water and the urea only makes up like 5% of the actual pee. And so what you're rubbing on your face, while it does have these potentially healing properties, it also is so small that it isn't actually going to have the major effects. Well, let me say this to you. If you're taking six diapers to the face a day, you're probably mm. going to get that effect. <laughs> right. So this is an issue of commitment. You got to be committed to, to rubbing your face with these diapers. and not You can't be a coward about this shit. Well, they sell you $100 cream that take you eight months to work. It's just like a piss with a whole bunch of water. I mean, you mm -hmm. buy $100 face cream, that stuff is watered down too. They're not going to, they ain't like they're giving you all the good stuff if they cured in one episode, you wouldn't have to come back. Fair. Right. So the creams themselves are also something you're returning to. It's just a question of how you want to return. You want to return for free or you want to return for $500? Yeah, I think so. I, I really do think so. Okay, here's the additional thing that they say about the issue with rubbing pee on your face. Is that pee, to your point, both adult and baby, although baby they do say is more pure is a uncontaminated substance, right? That in general, pee is, it isn't filled with a bunch of like bullshit, right? That said, they say that your body itself is super contaminated. So when the pee is leaving the person, it is immediately being filled with bacteria that is not meant for your face or other parts of your body. So the substance itself, fine, but the, the person shooting that shit out, poison. And that poison is then interacting with the pee, making it more contaminated, and then gives people like E. coli and shit. Um, I don't know nothing about that shit because I'm talking about baby piss. I'm not talking about letting a 30 year old woman piss off. <laughs> so I'm talking about baby, ain't, ain't all of that stuff ain't passing through no baby. You know, it ain't like my mama pissed on a pamphlet or a diaper and wiped it in my face. It was always from a baby. So mm -hmm. that could be true because, you know, they tell us to wipe from front to back to make sure everything, when you go to the doctor for a checkup to make sure you got all the, the bad stuff off your vagina. But you're talking about an unused penis or vagina. That thing is pure as it can get. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got no E. coli. It ain't passing through all of that other bull crap. I'm still focused on baby piss. But they're, they're doing, re I don't know who out here letting grown people piss in their face. I don't know nothing about that. Maybe there's oh. some good shit in there. I think that's sexual, but I'm talking about <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there's quite a few people who are doing it sexually, too. 
But some are claiming it's not sexual, that it truly is just the medicine. Now, here's the the other part that I think is really important for us to unpack here, which is all the research that I sort of found talks about the fact, and you've actually brought this up a number of times, is that this is the, the baby pee of it all is often a choice of necessity. That this, if you have lack of resources, if you have uh, things that are not readily available to you, then you choose to find solutions to these problems mm-hmm. that are more immediate. And so they talk about, like in the research, the fact that that pee is uncontaminated and people drink their pee as a way of hydrating in foreign countries and places where there are less resources. And then a bunch of white people hear about that and they figure out a way to make money off of that by selling back to Americans all the bullshit that other people are doing strictly for survival. Free, it's, yes. It for, yeah, it's not that you wanted to drink your pee. Nobody's like, man, you know what I got a taste for? It's a tall glass of pee. It's that, oh, Excuse I need me, to do a tall, this. cold glass of pee. Oh, sure. You don't want that hot. You got to chill that nah. bad boy. <laughs> Give me some piss on ice. <laughs> yes. I like my shit on the rocks. <laughs> no, as soon as they find out that they can cure anything with piss, I'm telling you, it's going to be on the market. It go, I go back to when I, they thought weed was an issue. And they've been smoking weed in Africa for how many years? How many mm-hmm. years they've been doing this stuff, saying it's healthy for your body? Think about this. I've never seen nobody really commit a crime on weed. Weed is the most chillest thing out there. But all of a sudden now, oh, we need to put weed. It's paying for everything in this country. Watch yeah. what I tell you. Baby piss is on its way up. And even even to the analogy you're making, like we, you look at the Olympics, right? Shikari Richardson, she's canceled from the Olympics. She can't go mm-hmm. and run the race because she smokes weed, but they're then selling weed in Japan and like uh, advertising weed as a part of the Olympic Games. And so it's like this weird dance of like, oh, she smoked, but she ain't smoked the shit we can make money off of. So nah, you got to go. And it's everything's a money grab. Yeah. And you and you wait till they figure out black women got the best pee. They gonna have us right here squatting like hell. <laughs> you gonna squat, but they ain't gonna give you credit. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, they gonna like, oh, Shakira piss make you run faster. And they're gonna well, let's go get the other one. And watch what I tell you. You laughing, but I'm gonna tell you like Miss Pat said this shit. I'm telling you, it's something to baby piss. And I believe it. I really do think it helps out with acne if you get enough of it. Well, it sounds like nothing I've said has even even swayed you in the slightest. And I love it. I love you. You you dug your feet in and it's beautiful. And and frankly, I think I might consider rubbing this pee on my face now that uh, now that we've had this conversation. This is very exciting. Don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it. And. God damn it, I might just have to try it. We're going to take one more break. We'll be back with more Miss Pat and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And we are Back. I can't go anywhere. Suck my dick. Yeah, we're back here with more Miss Pat. <laughs> more my mama told me she was not expecting DMX to speak that way on the Reading Rainbow song. But we're still having fun talking about this baby pee. And I think I'm really considering rubbing some pee on my face anytime I have a breakout. This is the baby pee. Baby P, I listen. I'm not starting with adult P. I I've made it 34 years without putting adult P on my face. I don't plan on going back on that now. This, sir, this you have put adult piss. Believe me, you have put adult piss in your face. You just didn't know it. Hold on, tell me more, cause I I've worked real hard to avoid that shit. Have you ever performed or sex on a woman? Well, you've been pissed on. Just take my <laughs> word and let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin it for me no let me enjoy it this was, okay. I, I have a nice time down there don't make it don't taint it with your with your cruel intentions you can't stop the piss when it's sleeping out sir we ain't gonna care <laughs> you <laughs> young man you still wet behind the eel you think you created all that wetness you a damn fool <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to have a stern talk with my wife when this is over. This is we're going to change some things around here. 
what you gonna do? Tell a go pee before you start. It's, the bladder yep. it does its own thing. It's never empty. It's gonna be dry oral sex from now on, just to make sure ain't no piss in there. Good dry oral sex. Nobody's having you, fun anymore. You know what dry oral sex is like eating cereal with no milk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, move on. Let's play your game, baby. <laughs> right, we're going to play a game. This is a classic game on the show. It's a game called White, White Lies. Lies. Ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. It's White Lies. This is a fun game where I am going to introduce to you a classic conspiracy theory, a conspiracy theory that white people have been holding on to strong. And what I would love for you to do is tell me where you think this conspiracy theory comes from how much you believe it, all right? And and more importantly, why you think white people are so committed to it? Why is this a conspiracy theory that white people hold on to so dearly? Now, this is a dark one. I'm going to give you a, a slightly dark conspiracy theory, but you're funny enough, I know you can handle it. There are lots of white people now who believe that any mass shootings, any sort of like ma- incidents of mass murder are actually staged by the government, that the government is staging mass shootings for their own benefit. I am asking you, Miss Pat, why you think that white people believe this so much. Because they don't want to know that their kids are that fucking crazy coming out of the basement <laughs> that will go shoot up a whole goddamn school. They don't want to know that, they, that, they're re, that they're raising mass shooters. So they're in denial. Oh, no, not my white baby. My white baby would <laughs> never do this. This shit is a movie. This is made the fuck up. <laughs> you know how it is when you don't want to say shit. That ain't real. It's real, white people. Y'all do mass shooting. <laughs> I tell them all the time, we do we do drive-by. We shoot the motherfucker that we came to shoot. Yeah. We don't shoot everybody. But they do. They just walk out and say, well, I feel like killing. Where do I go today? Chuck E. Cheese and kill everybody. <laughs> 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 and when they interview the pair, they be like, that's why they always say he was a good kid. No, the fuck he won. He was down there eating boogers and trolling his hair for the last 12 years. You knew something wrong with that nigga, but you didn't do nothing to help this crazy motherfucker. You knew the motherfucker crazy. That's why you kept him in the basement, because you were scared of him. <laughs> there it is. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. I think I think there's nothing worse than having to look your own child in the face and realize that they're fucked up. And so it's easy to connect a bunch of red string in the background and pretend like this is some government conspiracy theory instead of being like, God damn, I should have spent more time talking to this motherfucker and really figuring out how to make them not like this. See, a black mama would go in the basement. Nigga, what you down here in this motherfucking basement twirling your hair for? <laughs> he would have never had that much time to play. She would have whooped his ass out there. Ba- Take the trash out. Why are you always in the basement? Go outside and play, motherfucker. <laughs> I like that you think that twirling the hair is where they, that's where they really find their evil is when they're twirling uh-huh. hair. <laughs> yep. A black mama wouldn't get that child that, that much time to think. <laughs> get your ass outside, Red Ray. It's hot. Go kiss us some sun, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they would think of, the black mama done interrupted in their minds. <laughs> I love that. So, so what you're saying is that black parents' ability to interrupt your quiet time <laughs> is essential for making sure that you don't become a mass shooter, that you don't turn into one of these awful fucking people that kills everybody for well, no reason. 
Well, black people kill people too, but but you ain't your plan ain't gonna be develop at the house. That's all I'm right. saying. <laughs> you know, hey, we shoot each other every motherfucking day, okay? But I'm just saying that plan didn't start at the house. It started at your friend's house because that yeah. black mama done interrupted. But you know, I think I think the reason why they believe that because it's somebody that looks like them, and they don't want to be looked at in that light. Mm-hmm. So instead, they'll say, oh, it's some shit that the government cooked up. This shit really ain't real. White people could never do no shit like that. You let them tell the slavery wasn't real. So that's all. I got mm-hmm. you. It's too familiar and too much of a, a mirror back at themselves. So they say, fuck it. This has to be something more sinister. And I give you a great example. It's like me. I'm fat, right? So they think all fat girls cook in the middle of the night, and that's the only time we get fucked. <laughs> and <laughs> and I hate that fucking conspiracy. I'm like, who is not fucking fat women doing a day? This is a conspiracy theory. That's some bullshit. And I don't like to be looked at like that because I'm fat. I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to cook you no fried chicken at 2.30 in the morning for you to fuck me. So, you nah. know, so that's why I'm on a diet, because I'm trying to get out of that, that whole era where people won't think I'm on fried chicken in the middle of the night. Right. You ain't, you, you're not going to be somebody's uh, midnight chef. You're trying, to, you're trying to get some ass during the day. I respect that. Uh, I don't want no ass. I'm married. I just want back teeth and health care. I've been fucking since the sixth grade. I don't want no ass. I, I just want some money. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you heard it here, folks. Get get Miss Pat some money. She don't need your ass. She needs the money. She needs the health care. But more importantly, Miss Pat, can you tell all the people where they can find you? What cool stuff you have going on? Uh, I'm on all the social media platform uh, as comedian Miss Pat C O M E D I E N N E M S P A T. My show drops August twelfth on BET Plus. It's a ten episode sitcom created uh, by me and Jordan Cooper, along with Lee Daniel and Ron Howard Company, called Imagine. Uh, it's about a black family that was dumped in the middle of a very conservative neighborhood, and it tells the life of me moving from Atlanta to Indiana, which is very fucking funny. We touch on some crazy stories, some crazy issues, and we talk about real things, and we use a real fucking language. Hell yeah. I love that. Well, make sure you watch Miss Pat's show. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And if you have drops, if you have conspiracy theories, if you have shit that you want to send me, you can send it to mymamapod at gmail.com. Otherwise, I don't know. Bye. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.